the dog just let one rip on me too. <laughs> this is a pleasant fucking time here, folks. <laughs> fucking dying of heat and I have fucking dog poo all over me. Okay, go on. Sorry. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is Sasha. This is What's Your Drama. How are you doing today? I'm okay. Don't pretend. <laughs> what? Listen, whenever I see you in the hallways at work and you skip to me or smile at me, I I know we've talked about this before. It's very jarring because you're never nice to me at work. Um, I'm not and, nice to anybody. Yeah, but it's weird, again, that when I see you, a friend, you are not nice to me. So when you do that, I know something's up and you're still riding high of your um, your crushes. You have a new crush now. I told you I would get over my old You're crush. a fickle hoe. I know. For sure. I told you I would. And it's because BTS performed at the Grammys. Yes. And I'm typically a Jungkook groupie. Mm-hmm. Um, but things have changed. Well, I still love JK, but Young, aka V, was so hot that night with his bandana. Anyway, I, yes, I have been terrorizing all my friends. Yeah. I text all of you videos. Yes. I talk to and you. And this one's now different than the last one? What are you, this is more of like, a, like, what, what's the feeling of this one though? The same as the last guy that we were not allowed to name? <laughs> um, no, I think this is a little bit more intense. Okay, great. Because... <laughs> The last guy is, I mean, I, I don't know why I was into it. He, for, no, I do. He was just pure looks. Yes. But uh, JK and Taeyang can, like, groove. They can dance. Can yes, you give me yes, that? Yes, 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 like, yes. I've always said Asian people can really fucking bust a move, so I'm into that. They, their choreography, they can dance, and they just have swagger. They really do. They really do. Yeah. And they have great style. Yes. And they have a, well… In particular, BTS, they've been able to marry the East and the West. Like, they haven't given up the Asian style sensibility no. with the hair, yeah. the makeup, the beauty. Yeah. But I they, know Corey was watching the Grammys. He's like, are they all wearing lipstick? And I was like, yes, they are. Move on. Like, let's keep the going. Because yeah. this is… That's right. Culturally, it's yeah. totally great yeah. from, like, in the East. It's amazing. Yeah. And they care about their pore size. Totally. They care about… <laughs> They're basically you. This is and what I keep on saying. Whenever you share these things with me, I'm like, you basically just want to make love to a male I version of you. I do not. But anyway. And so they they, they still, they haven't given up their, like they haven't given up their Asian identity. Yeah. They've just married certain elements of like Western like style without it being gross, mm-hmm. right? Into this, whatever the BTS is that whatever the BTS aesthetic is. So there's a, like a, I don't know, a swagger there. Yeah. There's like, I don't know. I just, I think they're so sexy. And then V, Young that night with his bandana and like uh, his body roll and his hair flopping. I, I'm a sucker, <laughs> as you know, for floppy, floppy hair, hair on I know a guy. Yes. Um, also, oh. I just, I, listen, and the honest truth is when 
Yasik and I met, he sort of had a boy band look like a good- Yes, he did. He had frosted tips. Oh, God. Please. He was- Please so can hot. we put that pic? Have you ever shown people? You showed this another frosted tip picture of him this weekend to me. I showed it to you. Yeah. I haven't. I and that's what he looked yeah, like when we met. Totally, he looked like um, he doesn't look like that anymore. Which is good. <laughs> I know that you were hot for it back then, but like um, it wouldn't it wouldn't play right now. No, I'm not expecting him to look like a boy bander now. He's but got floppy hair right now. What are you talking? He's about? He's got really good hair okay. right now. Finally, yes. I mean, it's he hasn't had good hair in. A long time. I would say a decade plus. More. Who can we but, just, A decade plus? <laughs> like a really long time. But, um, you know, he had really great bone structure and a defined jaw Who are we and about? cheekbones. Yasik? Yeah. Ba- oh, we're talking about Back when then. When Yasik was good looking. <laughs> <laughs> so now he and no longer has cheekbones or a jawline. I'm just saying that like, you know. Oh, Yasik, I'm so sorry. <laughs> his jaw isn't, like his jaw isn't as defined. Okay. How about that? <laughs> he's 45 for fuck's sake. He he's says. saying he's 45 for Well, what age am I? I still have a jawline. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, to go back to my… a 45-year-old you picture on my desk and you look a lot better. She looks, she looks pretty good now, though. I got to say. Better at 25. You don't have a microphone. You don't have a mic. And fuck. we already got, I already got a lot of mail um, saying that they don't want you to have a mic. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus. That was that actually ended up being the poll that was taken through our <laughs> podcast, and I got a like a yeah. lot more mail saying no. Anyway, <laughs> um, so they're just so pretty and sexy. They are so pretty. And I'm super into JK and Taeyong together. Yes, I know so you are. That is anyway, I talk to you and all my friends about it all the time. You uh were a bitch and no, nope, I want just to didn't have the time me. to watch a seven-minute video of beautiful men cuddling. <laughs> Um, I just didn't have the time. And you kept on texting I, me. I don't know. I don't know why that would be a no thank you for you. It just like I was on my way to work. And then you never like <laughs> send me text after text. You're like, don't ignore me. Where are you? I was like, I am driving a motor vehicle. I will get to your seven minute fucking like weirdo video in a second. But can we go from east to west? And I want to talk about Justin Bieber. Okay. Um, did you, A, have you watched any of his documentary? B, did you watch him on Ellen today? We're taping this on Tuesday. I haven't. My whole life has been taken over by BTS. Okay. I was supposed to fucking finish Cheer. So I'm going to finish Cheer first because okay. I desperately want to know what happens at Daytona, yep. obviously. And then I'm going to watch, um, one episode's been released, right? There's four episodes released. You can only watch one because the other ones are on like premium, which I don't know what that is, but I guess that oh. means you have to be some sort of okay, not doing YouTube that. member. But he was on Ellen today. Again, we're taping this Tuesday, so go back if you want to watch it and missed it. I think I think he's hot again. Oh God, I I've listen. I you and I have all but always agreed that he's hot. But he just like there was a dip. No, no, he always has had the elements of hotness. Yes. It's yes. just he either camouflaged it or spoiled. It. Like, yes, yes, oh, yes, he's yes. hot. Yeah, I, he's I great bone structure. Be- like really good, really face. really good face. Yes. And, um, just looks really good. I hate ev- <laughs> I hate everything from the neck down in terms of style, but the face is great. Great. The mustache working. It's fine for me. Totally fine. Okay. So um, I'm going to say, you know why? It's because you're married Corey has to- a mustache. Yes. That's right. But uh, also I just- Corey is a little bit that. No, no. Corey is not Justin Bieber. This is not… <laughs> 
Listen, we this, what this we weekend, our nickname people's nickname for Corey is fetus because he looks like baby. a baby, right? So yes, but Justin one, Bieber Bur- doesn't look like a baby. Mm, Listen, he has babyish features. Okay, fine. Uh, this is I don't even know why I'm taking this as like an insult. Great, Corey looks yeah, like I'm just, Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah, um, Corey has really beautiful, delicate features. Uh, they're not delicate. He has very big features. He's got big eyes. Well, he's got small no, he's lips. He's got very a very nice sharp nose. He does have a really good nose. A really good. If nose. If I ever procreated, I would want him to. Yeah. I would want our child. He's to have got his a nose. perfect nose. Yeah. He's got. But let's go back to Justin Bieber. I don't great care about, cheekbones. I don't care about Corey. <laughs> Justin okay, Bieber. Yes. So I just I I feel like there's now going to be a wave of excitement now for Justin Bieber for me because purpose when you and you, when you see all these like back. Also, you dress like him. Yes, I do. We've already <laughs> we've already um, gone through that. I look like a Drew model. Um, I'm just really excited. I'm excited because I saw him on Ellen and I was like, oh, I'm excited to see what like the concert's going to be like. I, I'm excited again for the revival of Justin Bieber. I hope that he remains stable. I, the only problem is that I don't like the first two songs. I've only heard Yummy. Yummy I, is fine, it's but not it's not a banger. No. And, What's the other one? Um, Get Me. Oh, I haven't heard that and yet. It just dropped, and it's also not great. Like that's a bummer. The thing with Purpose is that Oof. it was a great album. It was a great album, and he looked really hot in the Purpose era. Really peak, hotness. really good. Yep. And so all of that is there, except the music, or at least these two songs, seem to be pretty flat. His, yeah. There's something. Anyway, I was curious for you to watch Ellen, and we'll pick this up a later date when you watch it because there's something still off. Like you can tell that he's very. Um, unsh- like he's nervous. He's nervous. He's unsure of himself. He's not like the same kind of boisterous, like lively person. It was yeah. weird. It was a weird interview. So well, I'd like you to I watch mean, it. He has been saying that he's been through a lot. Oh yeah, and he's reassessing who he is. Like who it? You know, think about how fucking weird it is, though. Like we always say, when you become famous at the age that he became famous, when your identity hasn't been locked in yet, and then you have literally millions of people caring about you, loving you, wanting to marry you, um, watching you. It warps whoever you were meant to be, but it… Oh my God, of course it's it like, stunts and then, you like nobody's business. Yeah, so the whole question is, who was I meant to be? Like, who would yeah. I have been? Yeah, yeah. And then, but that's still a big unknown because who you're meant to be is determined by your environment. Yeah. And when you live a relatively fame-free life, then your environment is what? School, your neighborhood, your friends, your communities, experiences. He doesn't have that, but then it gets shaped by like, I don't know, going to fucking Grammys when you're 16 years old and mm-hmm. being friends with fucking Usher and whatever. It's so fucking weird. I like, I don't know. It must be so bizarre to ask yourself, who am I? Especially when you're still surrounded by those same people yeah. too. Um. Anyway, I hope that I can unlock this premium shit because I want to watch the rest of it to see if it's actually interesting. The first well, how episode. How do you was, unlock it? I don't know. I'm not. But you have to like sign up. For yeah, and so I'm not. And I'm or like you have to put your email on Listen, YouTube. So you, no, I've already signed up to be a BTS fan club I, member. Because are you going I, to their concert then? Well, how diehard are you if you don't even fucking ticket to their show? Well, nobody has a ticket yet. Well, are you going to get a ticket? Well. Ugh. This bitch, this is what you have to do. You have to sign up to be a member of the fan club. Then the fan club members get to buy tickets two okay. days before the regular public, but you're still not guaranteed because there's too many fans. So that's the first step. 
I might not be guaranteed to get a ticket with the fan club. Then I'm going to have to hustle it with Ticketmaster. <laughs> Which you love. You like waiting I don't for like it. ticket stress. I, I know, don't. but you're good at it. Um, then if I don't get it through Ticketmaster, I don't know Who what I'm going to do. will go with you to BTS, just out of curiosity? You. <laughs> Let's go into other people's drama. <laughs> I'm not a- you fucking are. No way. The tickets would be like crazy expensive too. No. Well, I'll treat you. No. <laughs> They're not going to be crazy expensive. They wouldn't do that to their fans, okay? Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. First question. You ready? <laughs> yes. Oh, good. She's in a good mood. <laughs> We're lucky, folks. Lainey and Sasha, I need your help. I matched with a guy on Raya, sadly not Channing, last month, and we really hit it off. He's a writer in L.A., crazy hot, and from our back and forth, he's also super funny. Almost seems too good to be true, but I'm trying not to be jaded. I live in Montreal, and so we plan to meet in New Orleans for a weekend for our first date. I'm fucking so nervous, but haven't had sex in over a year, and I feel like I'm going to explode if I don't see a dick soon. I'm no... I really like her. Yes. (laughs) She's actually already reminding me of someone that we know. (laughs) I've never done anything like this, so as you can imagine, I'm freaking out, but here's where I need your advice. We are figuring out accommodation right now, and he hasn't said anything yet, but I think he's getting us one hotel room. Is that crazy? Well, I want my own space. Do I want to wake up next to him for three days in a row? That seems vulnerable, doesn't it? Is that too close for comfort with a stranger? Help me, W. This is eerie because our friend, I can't say her name, A. Yeah. Um, had like literally this, yes. I don't, I feel like they almost yes. went to New Orleans. So yes. is New Orleans the hot spot for Raya? I have no idea. Okay. But I can't remember. Did she get her own room? No. And Even though I put, so this is great because yeah. I have experience with this. Uh, situation. I pushed for her so badly yeah. to get her own room. Yeah. She did not. Of course she didn't. And I don't want to say to our writer that it's going to end bad. Hers did not end well. Mm-hmm. But before we get into like security of it, you know, like the safety yeah. portion of this, I would like to say that my mind just goes straight to your favorite topic, which is shitting. In no way <laughs> could I be with someone new and share a fucking hotel room yeah. which only typically has one fucking bathroom yeah and feel okay with that decision no way no how can i poo in front of a fucking stranger unless that shit is like airtight no one can hear anything that would cause me so much anxiety that i would yeah. automatically never enjoy the person i was Unle- with unless that fucking like bathroom is an edit suite and it's and like- has like a turbo fan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like yeah so I don't you can do your due diligence. Do. I don't like, but I guess if you would have to go to the lobby bathroom to take a dump. So what, you're going to always say, oh, I got to fucking <laughs> pop out to the lobby. Yeah. No, no. I'm saying yeah. like it would be impossible. So I agree with you. I think that for that alone. Yeah. Especially another when it's your room. first meeting with somebody. Yeah. Um, if finances aren't a problem, I would go like I would book yourself a room. And listen, this is whatever, like the Murphy's Law thing. If you book your own room, yes. then, hey, it's going to go great and you won't need it and you'll eat like whatever, a few hundred bucks. But hey, the bonus is you're getting like fucking jacked nicely. Yeah. And a hot guy and who then you makes get you to laugh. And a shit is, in another yeah, fucking room. Great. Amazing. I also, and, and plus, and this is what I was trying like with our friend A, was really hammering home the point of safety was the next thing. It was poo, then it was of safety. Of course. Because that shit's crazy. You're still meeting a fucking stranger. And um, I just think that it's always safe to have a fucking backup plan, which is what you were saying. Like, you'll end up probably staying in the same room the whole time anyway. 
but for safety reasons and just like just like peace of mind, have another fucking place to escape to. I agree. Because our friend A would have if she hadn't had another if she had another room, would have gone there and probably would not have seen him again. But it was fucking awkward as fuck that she had to wake up with him for three, I think four days and not even like the dude. Wow. Which is like, heinous. I'm trying to picture… Have you ever done that? Gone, traveled somewhere to meet someone and, or like go on a date with someone that you didn't know that was not in your area code? Yeah. Oh, you have? Like when I was in my early 20s for sure. Okay. Like yeah. you would travel somewhere. Yeah, but I had backup. Like I didn't… I had friends there. Right. And I was staying with those friends. Okay. You weren't staying… It wasn't staying. like this. Right. This… But I'm… This is really interesting. Like you and I haven't been single in this era. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about sometimes how we feel ripped off. Like I, oh, yeah. I would have wanted this dilemma. This is an exciting dilemma. Absolutely. Like when you meet someone online and they're awesome and sexy and you want to fuck them so bad and you decide to like meet in the middle or go to like a glamorous city. Oh. So you get a holiday, oh. like a weekend holiday out of it. And it's a rom-com, right? God, Two strangers meeting in New Orleans, like discovering New Orleans together and yeah. eating great food and going to listen to great music and then… I don't know, stumbling back into your hotel room where you have a safety room. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> booked. And then you fuck your brains out. Oh, perfect. It's so good. Can we, we'll never have that. She no. She did have it. What do you mean she did have it? Sorry. We're, she, he would like to say that we are but describing we're his saying, relationship. You guys' relationship. Can you not talk to us? <laughs> Fuck's sakes. That is how it started. But again, it's not going to happen again. Like, it's over. But that also, it's not the same because we work for the same company. Please do not talk to us anymore. <laughs> Please cut all of this out, too. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, get – Sash and I agree here. Get another room. Yeah. Um, like, eat fucking garbage, drive yeah. through weird shit just to – like save enough shekels to yeah. get the other room. Get the other room. I don't think. Yeah, exactly. Get the other room. That's it. Do you think he'll be offended? I don't. I don't. I could give two fucks if he was or not. <laughs> yeah. But why should he be offended? She's there. Her body is there, and her pussy came with her. So it's true. Yeah. <laughs> true. Okay. There. Okay. I feel like we solved that one pretty quickly. All right. Next one. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sasha, is the outfit her who wore it to the Grammys, cultural appropriation. See the link below for pictures. We'll obviously um, put this in the post, the initial post, so you guys can look it up. Uh, please know this is a genuine question from someone who loves clothes, fashion, and history. I think she looks amazing. I have, I have several items of vintage clothing from different cultures and hesitate to wear them because I don't want to be disrespectful to cultures they come from. Any advice or insight you might have would be helpful. Many thanks. Jenna Lee. Okay. So, I mean, this topic is always terrifying so, to me. Yep. So her <laughs> wore, why don't you just, why don't we describe what her wore? Okay. So her wore like this, uh, like psychedelic kind of inspired kimono. 
Um, she has her hair up. She's wearing like these kind of like fly rose colored glasses. Um, and I mean, obviously it's a nod to Japanese culture. Yeah. But without like, she doesn't have white, like white foundation on her face. Like, she's not trying to be she's, a geisha. Yeah. She's not in a red lip. Mm-hmm. Um, she has maintained her own skin tone. Yep. There's no like yeah. chopsticks so as well. It's in essentially her hair. a kimono that has been kind of repurposed into a dress. So there are hints of it, like a nod. Yes. A strong nod. Yep. But it isn't like… Tra- you're not mistaking that it's not a kimono. It's no. A, it's a kimono. But I wouldn't say it's full-blown tradition. Yeah. Yeah. So where do you stand on this? I kind of want you to start at all. At all. In this particular case with her, mm-hmm. given all the things that we've just said about how it's been styled and the makeup, I'm totally fine. Yes. with how her has done it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm less fine with, for example, the way Katy Perry has done it in the past. Nicki Minaj. Uh, yeah, yeah, where Katy Perry went full on. Yeah. It wasn't just inspiration. It was copying. It was like an actual, she was geisha. Yeah. Um, that is like, I'm less comfortable with. Yep. Nowadays, like, you know, are these all of these conversations have evolved, right? Yeah. So, but and will continue to evolve. Yeah, too. yeah. I think the way her did it is legit. Legit. That said, I'm not Japanese, and neither are you. Mm-hmm. So I defer to someone who is of Japanese culture if they want to come and chime in and be like, "No, actually, you two fucking bitches. Yeah, let me correct you. I stand to I in advance stand to be corrected. Right. But let's say this was a chung sam. Yep. A Chinese garment, very uh, people should know. It's the high collar. Then you've the got buttons, the side buttons. buttons yeah. yeah. Say this was a, a an equivalent of a Chang Sam, and so uh, her was wearing it that way, but with her hair exactly the same and no makeup that was like super Chinese. Yep. I'd also be fine with it. Yes. Um. And like we're seeing the, and it's interesting because the Chang Sam is something that you're seeing like sold in Zara now. It's something, it's more and more I'm seeing it on like red carpets as as well. Yeah. And for me, uh, for me as like a half Chinese person, I find it, I'm happy. I'm like, oh, this is so great because they are such beautiful garments. Yeah. um, That it makes me sort of proud, but it depends how it's done. Yeah. Um, And that's kind of where I take this kind of like who, what, where standpoint, like who it is. When I see someone like Katy Perry do anything like that, I'm like, fuck you. So it's kind of like, who is the person? What are their intentions? Yeah. What are they wearing? So which is like, like, is it a fucking whole costume? If it's yeah. a whole fucking costume, then no. But if you have these hints of like a hat tip to a culture, then um, I feel like that is, in my opinion, yeah. A-OK. And then it's um, where – where, which is where the fuck are you getting this shit? Yeah. And we, um, something that was like super eye-opening for me is I uh, interviewed this really famous indigenous designer out of Vancouver who was like featured in Vogue. His name's Evan Ducharme. We were talking about cultural appropriation, especially in indigenous culture. And he was like, listen, fucking wear the shit, but buy it from indigenous designers. Don't go to Forever 21 and buy your fucking headpiece even or your headdress, even though it's fucking crazy to wear a headdress around. But yeah. if you're going to do that, buy it from indigenous designers. Yeah. So if I feel like if you can like encompass that who, what, where, when you yes. go and pick something out of your closet and have uh, like kind of checklist that, then I think 
you can go ahead and do that. Having said that, I'm not a representation of all cultures. So who the, what the fuck do I know? Right. Also, I think it's important to remember, like, when you wear a headdress as is, that's a ceremonial… Yeah. That's a ceremonial piece of art that is specifically worn for certain occasions mm-hmm. to represent, um, a, like, you know, a spiritual theme, to represent um, a journey. Yep. And a story. Yeah. And so, you know, when you're putting it on a fashion magazine, it's a little bit different, right? It's for profit and it's um, it's used literally as a prop. Mm-hmm. The way her is styled, it's almost also a wrap dress. Sure. Yeah. There's right? modern. There's a it's modern a, take it's to a, it. There's a modernization to it. Um, her like her skin is showing from neck to just top of the cleavage, right. which wouldn't have been the case, like the way if you were going to go full tradition and go like to put it on as a costume. Yep. So this was yeah more of a nod, a garment that is inspired by. Yeah. The and the belt like it was um it's not a, like it's, like it's not a full obi is no. that what it's called yes, right yeah. it's not a full obi it is tied all around the waist as in wrapped around the waist but it, it's not wrapped straight and flat right and it's not that white or the black it's that's gold. right so again taking hints like this and nodding to um nodding to it as like an outfit rather than a costume. When Katy Perry does it, it's on stage. There are other Asian women around her yeah. all dressed as geishas yes. and they're like playing this character and that's where it becomes squicky. Yes. Um, but in this case, it's, yeah, it is very, uh, to me, it's quite acceptable. Yeah. Uh, but again, to the original point, a Japanese person can weigh in, yeah. Japanese people can weigh in and yeah. let us know. A trans, if it was, but for the transam, and then they're selling it in Zara and all of that. Like, I wouldn't love it if it was the transam, and then uh, it's a Halloween costume, right. and you're doing your hair up, <clears throat> right. and you're holding a menu. Right, 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 right. That would make me, <laughs> right, right. Yes. That would make me crazy. Yes. It's so. I, anyway, this is that's why I like was saying that these questions sort of terrify me is because A, you're going to get a lot of influx of people's opinions, which is great. This is how it should all unfold so we can understand. But then, but it gets murky because you're like, on the one hand, you're like, um, by, by wearing other people's garments or like inspired by, it's sort of normalizing um, other cultures, right? It doesn't all have to be fucking white like yeah. it's lovely to see people like as much as I think Nick Cannon's a fucking moron for wearing a turban at least it like normalizes it so that it's like when you see for like you know like hickey people they're like well Nick Cannon wore a turban I'm not scared of that fucking other person who's wearing a turban yeah um so there's that element of it I'm not sure if that really is true 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 but but then I think about like Gwen Stefani when she wore a fucking bindi for most of her career yeah. like she wore a bindi but yeah. it became popular so that when you did see someone who was traditionally wearing a bindi, you wouldn't be so put off because Gwen Stefani wore one. So it's like there is that's that the ideal. That's, I don't think that that's how it actually happened, though. Totally. But there is an element of if there is an element of that that could be a good thing, but it kind of never is. <laughs> no, it kind of never and, is. And Gwen Stefani is actually the best example of mm-hmm. what not to do. <laughs> Yeah. She did that. And I think she's walked it back, but yes, for sure. I think she needs to walk back. Maybe she could walk back. I don't she know. She did the Harajuku girls and made them sit on… Remember we had to like… I've cut many an interview where yeah. two Japanese girls were on either side of her quiet. Yeah. 
as she also was in like some glamorous right. attire. Like that shit's fucked. And she's never talked about that, which would be interesting if someone actually called her on that. Well, again, and as you said, in the ideal world, you know, with her, with, uh, with uh, Gwen and the Bindi, yeah, you would think that, hey, Gwen is opening up of these doors and that means that people will be more accepting of people from like, you know, South Asian cultures, mm-hmm. et cetera. But that's not the case, right? Like the South people, Indian people were still like mocked and ridiculed, whereas Gwen was cool. I know. For, I know. That's a cool look on her. Yeah. So that's what's, that is what is jarring about it. But overall, like I do think we have to take it on a case by case basis. I think case by case. And for in sure. this case for her, the artist at the Grammys and her look, um, I'm okay with it. But our writer is also like, I've got all this stuff in my closet. Can I wear it? Yeah, like and that's I, her. So that, I kind of want to see it. Like, is it exactly like what her is wearing? Meaning different cultures, but wearing it in the way that's just a nod and not a full-on fucking attire. Costume, yeah, yes. exactly. And I, I guess that, I, that's that, the case by case, right? That's the case by case. And I guess that is just what our writer has to ask herself when she looks in the closet. Like, am I going out at, as a Halloween costume? Or do I have an element of a culture that's like… Yeah. Yeah, giving, as we've said a thousand times, a nod to it. And respecting right. it in a way that doesn't feel… Um, OTT. Exactly. So let us know. Good well, luck. send us some pictures of your, like exactly. you should have fucking sent us some pictures of send some of these outfits. Send us some pictures or your Instagram pictures of you wearing these outfits or whatever. I think she's too afraid to do that yet. But yeah, send us some pictures so that we can, uh, we can give you some advice offline. Yep. All right. Last question. Hi, Sasha. Hi, Lainey. I have a weird problem that's been with me for a long time. It's long and complicated, but I'll try to keep it short. I used to have three best friends. I was roommates with a couple of them. They are a couple several years back. We had disagreements to do with living arrangements, then had a big passive-aggressive blowout about it, and then didn't speak for a while. I tried to reach out to talk a few times, but it was but was ignored or rebuffed, so I dropped it. I also, I also sent an email to apologize for my part in the fight, but they never acknowledged that email either. It was tense and crappy for a month or so, and then they moved out. Time went on, and I noticed more and more that they and my other best friend were spending more and more time together. I tried not to pay attention and just to get on with my own life, but social media can be a bitch, and I would see a few pics or comments that they like. In the past, I would have been invited to any and all things they were doing together. No question. I was part of the group, but now I suddenly am in the dark. When I gently questioned the third friend, I was told, and this is a direct quote, and I won't ever forget it, people are allowed to hang out with who they want. I felt like that one statement sidestepped the whole thing and made me feel about one inch tall. It extra sucks because I had initially introduced all of them to each other. I never meant for anyone to feel like they weren't allowed to be friends with who they want, but I was confused because in the past I was always included. It was like a breakup, but they got my other best friend. She told me that she wouldn't pick sides, and she even helped me craft the apology email I sent, but she has clearly been picking sides with her actions. Whenever she comes to town, she doesn't let me know anymore. She goes straight to them. If I hear about a visit, there's always some excuse as to why they didn't get a hold of me. If I ask to be included, I'm made welcome, but it hurts me that I have to push my way into a group of people that used to be my ride-or-die friends. And the vibe just isn't there anymore. What is wrong with me? Am I over? Am I being oversensitive? I've had other friends tell me I'm territorial. Maybe I am, but they never acknowledged any part of what caused the initial fight or took any ownership of their own shitty behavior. So I retreated. How much responsibility is theirs to fix a rift? How much is mine? How can I let this go? Can I get over it? It feels like the same. Uh, it feels like the damage is done, and it will never be the same again. Why do I even want to be friends with these people? Anyway, question of question. She's giving me a lot yeah. of questions. Um. Maybe it shouldn't, but it really hurts. Help. I feel like a crazy person. So she hasn't left her name. Um, so what are your thoughts? Oh. Um, 
Okay, I'm confused about what the fallout was. She doesn't express what yeah. it is. I, but it was roommate stuff. Okay. So, so much so that they moved out. Yeah. So I'm oh, that's the thing, right? Like I I I don't can't say who's at fault and how much ownership people should take if I don't know what the issue is. All we have are the facts that she's given us, the limited facts, which is three of her friends have banded together. Mm-hmm. And she's the odd person out. I right? will note, yes. And I will note that she had to craft an apology letter to them. So clearly something went down. Yeah, it probably wasn't too cute. And it was probably a bit of her fault. <laughs> um, and I guess so without knowing, like, without knowing exactly what ha- happened yes. and what shots were fired. Yeah. You can only control what you can control. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in situations like this, and I'm trying to like build up to this, right? Because <laughs> I know that maybe you're not going to want to hear this. Mm. T is their name? And she didn't look okay. one, but sure, let's give her the initial um, T. I don't think you're going to want to hear this. But in, this, in these cases, if you want to make amends, the the only attitude to go in with is full remorse. Not, shouldn't they apologize yeah. to? When you're sorry, you're completely sorry. Yes. It, there's not a condition to it. Mm-hmm. There's like, you can't be like, well, I'll be sorry, but only if you're sorry too. Like, I don't think that it works that way. But we, how about if she sent the sorry just to smooth things over? Still, does that does that rule apply? Like, if you're going to extend the sorry, whether you're guilty or not really all that guilty, do you have to suck up the sorry? I, I don't know. I, I, again, all of this is yeah. so vague. So this is just a generalization, okay, yeah, yeah. right? So if you want to be sorry and you want to move forward, then all you can control is your part of it. Mm-hmm. And you have to let go of whatever expectations you have of other people and only have expect- expectations for you. What can you live with? Can you what can, what you can live with is waking up after your genuine authentic remorse and be like, "Okay, I was genuinely sorry. I went in there to a situation and I I listed all the ways that I was wrong." And that's it. Yeah. Like an actual apology and an actual remorseful like a remorseful presentation. Yeah. And then and then whatever happens, happens for whatever reason. And sometimes you just have to kind of take the hint, right? Like from what we know, our writer has done what she can. She's apologized for her behavior. She sent a fucking email. She is remorseful, all these kind of things. But I don't – and this is where I am saying what you were saying, which is like I don't think you're going to want to hear this, which is I don't think they want to be friends. I don't think they want to be friends with you. Um, for whatever reason, I think that could be shitty for you and maybe that's unfair, but they're clearly giving you the signs that they don't want to hang out. So I think you just take that fucking on the chin and as sad as that may be, you acknowledge the fact that you tried to extend the olive branch, they didn't take it, and the end. I think where it hurts the most is that you, um, your best friend has chosen to hang out with them more. I think that is something that you can potentially save. And I think you go to your best friend without having any like, you know, grudges and talk to her. Be like, I miss you. 
I want to be with you. What have I done? Like shed some light on like what – am I missing anything? Have I done stuff that has like put people off and I'm just like not cognizant of it? Like I feel like if there's any relationship to salvage, that should be the one. And I think um, all that takes is a conversation, a phone call. Yeah. And again, I don't think that the expectation can be that she has to choose, but it, it, it doesn't mean that she can't keep everybody. Yeah. And that's lucky for her. She gets all the friends. But again, this is your best friend. So with your best friend, you should be able to be like, hey, I understand if they don't want to be friends with me anymore. I get it. We can't fix the past, but you and I still have a thing. Yeah. And what can I do to maintain this friendship with you? Because I care a lot about you. Yeah. And I think then also do some work about the territorialism that your friends have flagged your way before. Like, that's really off-putting. Nobody really gets warm and cozy when there's someone who's territorial over your relationship or friendship. Yeah. Right? That's off-putting and, like, you just kind of just don't want to go there when someone is, um, like, aggressive that way. Yeah. So maybe that's a great way to talk to your best friend about, like, is that the case? Like, you got to work on some shit, you yeah. know? Listen, and I, I'm, I want I'm to- territorial. Yeah. <laughs> I need to work on that. Where I, that's where <laughs> oh, I was going, great. right? Like, I don't want to let you hang, like- flap around in the wind all on your own right here. I want to, I want you to know that I'm territorial about yeah. friends too. Like I don't like people coming in on my no. friends. No. But I also think that there's a way to deal with it. And probably maybe the way that you dealt with it wasn't like very healthy. But your feelings of territorialness are not unusual. No. Other people feel them too. Clearly Sasha and I do. Yeah. Um, and when I do feel like that, in, and I think I've been like bitchy in the, when I was like younger and I would cop attitude. Yeah. But now when I'm feeling territorial, I want to reach out to the person that is not as close with me so I can hang out more. Like I put in more, I put in effort as opposed to eat shit. You're a fucking cunt. <laughs> fucking like, can I not be friends with you anymore? It's like, you don't know who I am anymore, but I do. <laughs> You and I have uh, you eat shit. I eat shit. Like whatever. You and I have this what do you thing know about where eating we shit? are we are quite like one one of our flaws. Yeah, is we're territorial. Not that we're territorial, but we don't like new things. No, I'm not saying I reach out to new people. I'm saying let's say you and I had like some ish, and we weren't hanging out very much, and like you were hanging out with other people. I would fear. I would feel territorial and jealous. But in the past, I would have copped some attitude. My point being, now I would just be texting you to be like, let's hang out. Like I would oh, try okay. to get you back. Okay, got it. Okay, got it. Oh, great. I, I, thought, I thought you were going to, like you would reach out to the new person. No! <laughs> exactly. That would make me a psychotic that, person. That is why I was making that oh, face. Okay. I was like, then I retract that you're a cunt. if you would. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not talking about the other people. As we've yeah. established, stranger danger. Yeah. I would reach out to you. <laughs> yes, So fine. that I could hang out with you got more. It. Okay. Because you and I are, whoops, you and I are that way where like we like our little thing. Yeah. And it's probably not healthy. Good. Like, no, it's not healthy. We have talked about this before. Yeah. Yasik always says this about me where I, I have stranger danger mm -hmm. for sure. Like I. Legit. I don't like anything new people wise. Yeah. I, my whole catchphrase in life is I, I hate people. Yes, I know. But that's not <laughs> true entirely, but yes. So Yeah. So the people I don't hate, the, you know, the few people who can tolerate me, yes. I keep close and I don't like to share. Yes. I, my best friend lives in Vancouver, Fiona. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Fee. 
And she, um, and is she allowed to make other friends? <laughs> well, <laughs> when I lived in Vancouver, we saw each other multiple times a week. Yeah. So we do something at least once a weekend. She, I saw her almost every day because we, like, her dog came over. We, her dog would come over all the time, like every day. That was for seven years. Yeah. So she'd have to come over in the morning, come over in the afternoon. We'd go for hikes three times a week in the, on the weekday, and then like a movie or dinner or whatever on the weekend. So there was a lot of contact. Then I moved here for work, and so obviously it wasn't the same. And we don't talk on the phone as often as we would like because schedules, time sure. difference or whatever. So of course, like in the time that I've left, she's made new friends, which I love because I want her to have friends. Yeah. Like she shouldn't just be there pining <laughs> totally, for me. Totally, even though inside that's what you want. But okay, yeah. Right? But in my mind, I'm like, they better not, not be get so best friends. Yes, totally. I better have the still yes. like the card that says a platinum card that says uh, Fiona's best friend. Totally. Right? Yeah. Yes. That is yes. how it yes. works. But th- that's – I'm just saying to our this person who's written in, these are natural like or yes. unnatural depending on how you see people like totally. us. Like us. And I want you to know that you're not the only one who is like this. But there's ways to navigate it Correct. in a healthy way. <laughs> Correct. I'm yeah. not going to fucking start backstabbing Fiona's new friends <laughs> right. or like right. be dicks to them. Right. Because she obviously likes them and I don't want anything to be weird. I just, you know, they should know that nothing can replace me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> healthy. Very healthy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's never going to be overt aggression. No. So, yeah. Maybe to your point from minutes ago, take stock of this aggression that you have. Yeah. Okay. I think that's it. Yeah. Um, keep your questions coming to me at Sasha at LadyGossip.com. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Leave comments and reviews. Tell us what you think. We came off as total dicks this week. As Did usual. we? So, well, we basically, uh, you know, told all of our friends to stay away from us or stay away from our friends. Yeah. Well, yeah. fuck. <laughs> I guess so. Um, and uh, we will be back next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.